Yo, what's good? Welcome back to the Back of the Classroom podcast with myself, Zach, and my mate, Lachlan. Yo, what's up? Lachlan, how are we doing? Doing pretty good, bro. How are you? I am doing well. Football is coming back after the most boring week of my life. Yeah, dude. International break sucked ass. Yeah, that, it is probably the most mind-numbing period of the year for me. Um, but otherwise, I've been good, you know, just uh, started a football, f- futsal comp, sorry. Um, and I will say my team is probably the worst I've ever seen in terms of football <laughs> oh, ability. jeez. Dude, I thought you were coming in with like, yeah, start the futsal comp. Dude, my team's killing it already. But you just went straight down the other way. No, nah, my team is abysmal. <laughs> Jeez, I hope no like, one listens to this. <laughs> yeah, it is horrible. I think we lost close to 10-1 or some shit. Like 10-2. I think we got two, I'm pretty sure. Jeez, were you involved um, in those like, two? No. Nah. Uh, no, I got I got one assist, actually. And I should have got another. But the bloody um guy missed a sitter. So, yep. Uh, Crazy. Anyways, like it was literally just... Everything I did was spot on until they got the ball and then lost it. So it was basically me just running around about for about 40 minutes. That sounds like super fun though. At least you're getting some fitness. La la la. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, look, I, I know how competitive you are. I know that. That would have been hard for you, man. I, I've, I'm at, my thoughts and prayers are with you, actually. No, nah, my thoughts and prayers <laughs> are with the Everton fans that we are going to be visiting. Oh, this week? Arsenal? Yep. That's where my oh. thoughts and prayers are. Mate, mate, you're jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun, all right? Look, we, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I know you're keen to talk about it, but let's first talk about the elephant in the room, the NRL final series. How freaking good was that first week? Well, I know you're really keen to talk about NRL, but we haven't heard about your week yet, mate. So why don't you okay, okay. All right, indulge all right. us on your... Since, since you have a story every week, surely you I do can... Have, I do have a story every week. Indulge that is, us in that another. true. Let me let me think. So look, football season's over. You know, as as everyone knows, all our keen listeners know, I won my grand final. Um, I guess my story of the week would be um, my my younger sister. She had her uh, basketball grand final, and they were coming up against a team undefeated. All right, last undefeated. two times, yeah, undefeated. All right, never been, never lost, and they were coming up against. Um, uh, so my sister's team, when, it, when they versed them, they lost by 10 points both times. Um, and, in, and in basketball, that's, you know, it's a bit of a margin. You know, it's like five, five baskets. And so um, oh, Charlotte, all week, nervous, 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 you know, doesn't, doesn't want to verse his team. The girl's like twice their size. Um, and then uh, Sunday morning rolls around and I, I go to her and I say, look, I know you put in a lot of effort and, and everything and you've done really well to get to the finals. They they won their semifinal by one one point. And uh, I said, you know what, like, you know I'm all about winning and I'm all about, you know, putting in a hundred percent, but as long as you put in a hundred percent, I'm 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 proud of you. And she looked at me and goes, Yeah, I'm I'm not losing today. And I was like, Fuck all right. Went and watched the game and she just ran through everyone. She's one of the smallest on the on the on the um on the pitch, on the court, on the basketball court. I'm not not huge into basketball. Yeah, mate. But there's no grass on a basketball court. Mate. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, and uh, she just, yeah, she was like driving through, laying up, and she, uh, 
yeah, she was laying up over girls like twice her size, and yeah, she was uh, her and this other girl probably would have easily got man of the match, woman of the match. Um, but yeah, she had a great game. They won twenty six to eighteen, um, so it wasn't even close. And uh, th- there was not a point in the game where they were actually losing. So that was probably my highlight of the week. Watching watch my sister dominate um, in under fourteens girls basketball. <laughs> well, I mean, with basketball, yeah. It is one of them sports where if you're short, you're just you just you're at such disadvantage. It's stupid. Yeah, I know, I know. You got to be like the only player that I've seen that is short and like decent is like Jamarant. He's like six foot, isn't he? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. But like, he's, way, he's always got his guns out. Yeah, either way, you got to be like either a different sort of breed with like your hands, or you just. You just not nothing's happening for you, mate. It's yeah, it's GG. Yeah, but yeah. good to hear that the uh, well, they got one over on the people that beat them early in the season. Yeah, yeah, I know it was it was good to watch and uh, yeah, Charlotte Charlotte was happy. So you know, two grand finals, two wins. Mama didn't raise no losers. So we we move. We just sure move into the next that? season. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, it was yeah, it was a successful weekend. No, that's good. All right, well, as you earlier wanted to touch on, let's look at the NRL grand final, or not grand finals, I should say, but just the final stage. The finals week. What a week it was, too. Um, which, uh, what was what was your favourite game of the week? Well, my favourite game was probably the Sharks and Chooks game. Oh. I think it was the most competitive one. Oh, for far. sure. It was, it was so good. So good. Well... It was it was definitely yeah that game or the Knights and Canberra game was my favorite but we'll talk about the the Chooks and Sharks game first like look there's a certain grit right that you need to play NRL right and and, and you've seen you need it that with any sport though don't you yeah no I agree but like there's this kind of like never back down never say die attitude that you know is in, in the in the heart of those champion teams and um. Roosters on paper at the start of the season, they were premiership favourites. And then with like six weeks to go, they're completely out of finals contention. They needed to win every single game, right, to even have a chance at making the NRL finals, right? And they'd had to, they had other results need to go their way and they somehow snuck in. And so everyone thought, okay, they're just going to get smacked in first first week of finals. They've got a few injuries. They've been in turmoil. And then they go into the game. And I think it was like 6-6 six, six at one point, like going into the second half. And their star winger, Joseph Sueli'i, gets injured, goes out, out for the game. Okay. Now that's, that's one injury. It's like, okay, next man up. And then Joey Manu, their star center, gets injured in the 51st minute. He's out, next man up. Okay. Then their fullback and captain, who's also the Australian captain, um, James Tedesco, and New South Wales captain, Goes off in the sin bin. So now it's 12v13 in a finals game at Cronulla with one of their forwards playing in the center, right? Um, and injuries galore. Their three best players are off. And yet they come back. Yeah, that's crazy. And win 13 to 12 with their young, uh, young halfback, Sam Walker. I think he's like 22, 23. Don't quote me on that, but he's definitely young. Icing a field goal. 
Like that is that's the grid I'm talking about. You know, that's that that heart of a champion. They had every re- yeah, that's the dog. They had every reason to fold that game. And like as a Tigers fan and you as a Dragons fan know that if our clubs are in that situation, there's no way we're winning that game, right? We're folding at this at the first sign of you know trouble. But the Roosters, they just did not back down. They worked to get to that final spot. They weren't giving it away lightly. So it back was just never say what. <laughs> 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 and uh yeah it was just that was that was the craziest and most brilliant display of like grit and determination i've seen in an nrl game in a in a long while in a long while no i think it was just like you know as a neutral especially mm. like as you said it was just like pure competition the entire time and then, yeah, especially when, as you said, when you experience that hardship and then come back, you know, just just get one over the opposition, you know, it's like almost better than like absolutely like flogging the opposition like we saw with the Panthers and Broncos. Yeah, yeah, like those two games, just they weren't entertaining, you know. If you're a Broncos or a Penrith fan, sure, it, I'm sure it was entertaining, um, but. It's like, that's not a finals game before you. That's something you see in, like, regular season. You don't want to see floggings in finals. You want to see, like, competitive, you know, down to the wire. You don't want to see injuries, but you want to see, like, you know, just that grit and determination, that never-say-die attitude. And that's what we saw in um, in that Roosters and uh, Cronulla game. Well, yeah, and I guess that's the only game that really had that... I mean, I'm not sure. Who were the favourites going into this one? According it was actually to the, the bookies. On sports bet it was dead even. It was like at one point Cronulla were the favourites like a dollar eighty six to a dollar ninety six and then it was a dollar ninety each and then it was now a dollar eighty six to roosters. It just ebbed and flowed depending on how people were betting, so it's pretty much even. Well, okay. So other than that game, every other game has gone in the favourites' favour. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean Almost like uh, with the Knights and uh, Raiders game, then the Raiders were five dollars to win. I'm pretty sure the line was like fourteen, fifteen and a half or something. I mean, considering that we absolutely slandered them last week. Yeah. I mean, deservedly though, they've been pretty poor. And yeah. Then to you know, almost get there, but then fold is uh. <laughs> yeah. It's so Raiders, though, you know. They were up 16-6. to six. So another thing is that Raiders had two of their best players out. They had Papali'i and uh, Sebastian Chris out. And, sorry, and they had Corey Horsburgh out. I didn't even, I forgot about that. They had three of their best players out, and then they, they're up 16-6 at half time to a team that was destined to beat them. And then they fold it and start losing 28-16. to 16. And then they come back again to make it 28-28. And then fold again. It's like, <laughs> dude, I know it's worse being a Tigers fan and being constantly disappointed or being a Raiders fan and having a heart attack every fucking game. It's like one of them things where, like, you've got, you know, when you're playing poker, yeah, and you've got... Oh, here, here we go. Aces, Here's the yeah. metaphor. Let, let, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two aces. You've got a hand. You've got, you got, you got two aces. And you're yeah, thinking, bullets. we got yeah, bullets. Is, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, this is, uh, this is looking good. You know, like, yeah, mm. you, you throw your money in. And the fellow across the table, little do you know, has fucking two eight offsuit. And yet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three bloody twos come out and an eight. 
<laughs> and you're there sitting there like, bruh, I just had the best starting hand you could ever have. Yeah, and, and I folded it. I, just, I, I got shafted. Yeah. And that's yeah, basically that's, up to the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. They, they were up by 10 points. All they had to do was just defend. And uh, they conceded uh, four unanswered tries in like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. If that's not capitulation, I don't know what is. Yeah, and then the Knights tried to outcapitulate them by letting them all the way back in to for it to go to extra time, only to win the game by two points, a, a penalty goal. That's like, also a very Knights thing, though. I feel. Yeah, yeah. Look, like, I don't. Yeah. There, there've been times where you think, oh yeah, Knights can see this one out, and they just like, just don't, just don't at all. There's like, like they just oh. Make it, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, you, you want to by, win by 20 points? Nah, 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 I'd rather win by four. Nah, it's like, oi, Jono, <laughs> you put bloody money on tonight? Yeah, I had us for um two points. You want to try to make sure I get that? Yeah, no worries. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. We'll, we'll concede three tries in the last five minutes, don't worry. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah, sportsman um, called me, oh, you, you had Knights 13 plus? Yeah, yeah, oh, dude, I, I got you. <laughs> 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 That's what happened. Oh, you had handicap- no, I, got, I got the call. Bro, I got the call. Oh, okay. Dude, actually, speaking of handicaps, um, the one on the Roosters game was Roosters minus one and a half. And I saw like so many of the other um, potties that I listened to and some of my mates were like, oh yeah, Roosters will cover that minus one and a half. They'll smash the Sharks, right? They ended up winning by one point. So that line lost. <laughs> That's the worst the beat I've ever fine heard margins, life. isn't it? It's, yeah, they, they always matter. Dude, minus one and a half. Imagine that would suck so bad. Well, oh, I think that covers the exciting bits of it. I mean, of course, you can, as you said, say for a Panthers or Bronco fan that yeah, they were exciting games for the you know respective fans. But I just think it was just like for me a snore fest for me, like. Uh, yeah, and like and this. and we know we know who's going to go into the finals, right? Like the games this week, they're going to be entertaining. Roosters, Melbourne, and Melbourne, like that'll be good. I reckon that'll go down to the wire too. And the first bloody finals game over in um, New Zealand in ages, right? That'll be good too. But like neither of those teams can hold a fucking candle to Broncos or Penrith. Broncos and Penrith are going to kill whoever they verse. And it'll be a fantastic final, I reckon. Broncos and Penrith are so well matched. And um, it'll definitely be something for us to talk about in a, in two weeks' time. Yeah, I think the one thing about um, the NRL year that I've like noticed over the years is that it's so hard for a, like, I guess you call it an underdog team to like make it all the way. You know, it, it, it's... You got not only you got like the league, and then you got the finals, and then if you come in the you know bottom four of the eight, your journey is like just shit the entire time. Oh yeah, like, you're, you're fucked. Well, there, there's then, the stat like no one outside the top four has ever won the NRL. Yeah, see, proves my point. I don't even know that. I'm I'm just making <laughs> an observation, and like, there you go. <laughs> Mate, you're a fucking genius. Pr- Point proven. Let's just end the podcast there. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we can <laughs> call it there, guys. See you next week. Yeah, see you next week. <laughs> yeah, nah. Um, 
yeah, dude, it's uh, you're exactly right. Like, we NRL is such like a oh yeah, we love watching the underdog do well and stuff like that. But then the, the underdogs never fucking won. <laughs> yeah, and whenever I think of underdog, I think of Leicester sixteen seventeen. That's oh, yeah. what I think of. Oh, dude, I think it was so sixteen seventeen. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was. And and City twenty one twenty two. <laughs> Underdog uh, Yeah, mate. We're, dude, we're, we're, yeah. When we won the Champions League, we've we've always been the underdog. Everybody loves it. No, you've been get like, around it. Get City around have it. been the favourites in the Champions League for the past like three years, but it's just like become like the most unlucky like team at the same time. Like oh, first dude, of all, that um yeah that Real Madrid game. Real Madrid game. Yeah, there you go. And then. Before that, they had, who is he? I think PSG. Yeah, no, we beat PSG. It was we we versus Chelsea in the final, and we uh we yeah, lost. And Kai Havertz scored against you guys. That's saying something. Yeah, because Edison was outside the box. Right, <laughs> <laughs> it was the most brain dead game I've ever watched in my entire life. And then Aguero comes on with fucking like five minutes to go. Like, yeah, what's he going to do? He's going to do his heroics back in the, what, 12-13 season? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no Aguero moment there, mate. Yeah, where, where's Balotelli when you need him? To get his one and only yeah. Premier League assist. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, I think with NRL, I think we both have an idea of who's going to win the semi-final. In that being, um, like, I think Storm are going to beat the Roosters, but... Yeah, I reckon they will too. I reckon after getting whipped by the Broncos, they're going to be coming with, you know, blood in their veins and yeah, blood in their mouths. Hopefully they have a fire in their belly, you know, wanted to prove yeah. a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon um, they'll, yeah, they'll come out and beat them. And then Warriors-Knights, I think, oh, that's probably actually an exciting match. Um, yeah, it's definitely a hard game to pick um, because Warriors... I don't know, man. They just—they've been such a. How they came fourth is still beyond me. Like I'm—I'm I'm all up the wires, you know. I—I I want to see them do well, but I just don't understand how they've done so well. <laughs> like with the roster hey, that but they, they have. Like, snuck up I the think... ladder, I swear. Oh yeah, like yeah, it was one were... of the most like for me at least. It was one of the most, and I then again I don't watch much NRL, but for me at least it was like so unnoticeable. Like, when I found out they're in the top four, like, it was like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. It was almost as baffling as Raiders making the top eight, but, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, they snuck in with a bloody negative, what, 140 <laughs> goal difference? Yeah. <laughs> point yeah, difference? Anyway. Yeah. Um, I think I think oh, Knights well. will take it, though. I'm hoping. The boys. Yeah, you know what? I'll back. I'll back Knights as well. I'll back Knights as well. So we got the same tips for this week for the NRL. Um, but more importantly, what we've all been waiting for—at least I have—Premier <laughs> uh, League predictions. Premier League football is back. Thank God. After Thank God. a week of drought. Yeah, and uh, there's some there's some good games this week as well. I think. I think this. It only looks exciting because I have had one week off, and but there are some teams that need to prove a point, and I think yeah. that is the exciting part of this week. 
maybe maybe it's cheerleader effect. You know, we've we've been we've gone without Premier League football for so long that you know we we see a few Premier League games and we're like, oh, they look awesome. But then we look at it and it goes, oh, Fulham Luton. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then you see like mismatches like Spurs Sheffield. Oh, dude, um, what a game! You know, a Brighton mismatch. Oh yeah, dude! Brighton coming out and walking the field with them. Bournemouth Chelsea mid-table clash. Oh, dude! Relegation battle going crazy. And then, like, you got Palace as well. Who wants to prove a point? Yeah. But how about we start from the top? In okay. Wolves and Liverpool. Yeah. The Scousers against Wolverhampton. Uh, the city the Queen said was Queen Victoria said was one of the dirtiest cities she's ever been to. <laughs> yeah, they've also got some of the shittest uh, Premier League players as well. Um, so you know, not too. Uh, that, that's a bit mean, actually. Um, they've got shit players. They're just a shit team. Um, I actually yeah, like just, you their know striker. They're, they're just shit as a collective, you know. You know. Yeah, exactly right. I, I don't want to call out singular players and, and call them shit. Uh, unlike you, who fucking has a hatred for Gary Nacho, but we'll get into that. Um, I th- I actually anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually like the Wolves striker, uh, Huang He Chan. He's um he's an up and coming player. He kind of made his breakout season last season, but he was still playing behind uh, Jimenez when he was at Wolves. Um, and uh, I actually really like him as a player. I think he's a he's a good striker. Uh, if he gets more game time uh, and goes to a, a bit of a better club, I can see him p- being a very good striker at, like, Brentford or um, even even Brighton, right? Like, I think he'd be really good in a system like that. Um, so I'm hoping that he starts to have more minutes under Wolves and get his, you know, experience up. So Because I think he's a baller. I reckon he's... If if he stays in the form that he is, I reckon he can be a really good player. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking Wolves going down is probably the best thing for him. Yeah. Only because when... I mean, we saw it with Southampton. When they went down, every Premier League came along like bloody with fishing rods and bloody got every big fish out of that pond. Yeah, like... That being Ward Prowse. Ward Prowse, yeah. Um, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Lavia, you know, the big, the big fish mm-hmm. in that team that were in a, you know, as a yeah, collective a shit dog system. shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with Liverpool and this Wolves game, I think, I think you're right. I think Huangy Chan has looked, he's shown sparks of, of brilliance in his in his you know small appearances that he's made here and there. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they come up against a team that offensively look really sound. Yeah, they're brilliant. Um, I mean, and they've got heart. I mean, I think Liverpool's always had heart. Every season, they've always got it. Um, mm. And they aren't, a, like, away from home, they aren't the worst either. So, um, you know, they went to St. James's Park and won with 10 men. Like, that's saying something. Uh, but I think, you know, as you said, Darwin's been in really good form. Whether he'll start or not, we'll have to wait and see because, you know, um, Jota and even Gakpo are starting ahead of him at the moment. 
but I, I think Liverpool will take it. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, um, yeah, Liverpool have got this one in the bag. Even though they're away from home, I don't see them losing this game at all. Um, but that being said, they, have, they haven't been the Liverpool of yesteryear. Um, but I think Darwin Nunez is yeah really making his kind of breakout season this season. We saw those two late goals against um, uh, who was it against? Was it Villa? Uh, Newcastle. Newcastle, that was it. Um, so yeah, I I really rate him. Um, even though he was being compared to Haaland two seasons ago, I still rate him as a player. Um, so I reckon Darwizzi grabs a goal. I reckon he'll start over Gakpo as well. I think Klopp would be mad not to start him. Um, Give us a scoreline. Three one. That's my that's my go to scoreline. Three one. Um, I reckon Huang Hee Chan grabs a goal, and then uh, yeah, I reckon Darwizzi grabs a goal. Maybe Salah grabs a goal, and um, I go Shabozlai grabs a goal as well. Uh, in a three one win. What about yourself? Yeah, he's another player for Liverpool that's looked brilliant. Yeah. Shabozlai, I think. He'll really grow into his, his shirt there. Um, but I think you're right with the scoreline. I'm actually going to go the same, 3-1. Yeah, right. See, um, dude, I'm telling you, get around it, the 3-1 scoreline. But I'm not going to be as uh, audacious and say it's going to be Huang Yichan's to score, but I definitely think they all get a goal at home. Um, yeah, in front of so, the Wolves, faithful. Yeah. But as you have written down here, is the next match Fulham Luton the Pooh Slinger match? The Pooh Slinger. That's, you, that's what you Tell me about it. that, Zach. Yeah, tell me about that. Well, I think they're both just poor. The fact that you thought Luton was staying up this season is just crazy. Um, they have looked just poor in almost every aspect. Now they've made. They have got uh, Sambi Lukonga on loan from Arsenal. Mm. Um, whether or not he'll make an impact, we'll have to see. Because as a whole, that team is just, as you said, as a collective, dog shit. Dog shit. Both of them are dog shit. Yes, but Fulham have, as we mentioned last episode, they've signed Alex Awobi. Mm-hmm. Who, as a collective, Everton have also looked poor. But he's been a... A small spotlight in the, in the uh, what you what could you say? The, in the, the shit, the, he's he's yeah, like okay. he's like you know you know when like your dog is like you know you know dogs they like eat everything right, and yeah. um you know say say your your mom like drops like her ring or something right dog eats it yeah right takes a big fat shit in the middle of the carpet. Right, and, you, and you're looking at it and you're like, oh, fuck, I have to clean that shit up. But then you notice in that shit is your mum's diamond ring. And that is a Wobie. Oh, I like that. I like that little yeah, uh, yeah. metaphor. That's, that's, that, that's the metaphor of the day, that one. But, yeah, I think either way, I think they're both poor, but Fulham at home, I think they're going to beat Luton. I, I, Luton are going to be on par with um, Derby for, for one of the worst seasons, I think, this season. They just... Don't look. They don't yeah. have the, the skills to pay the bills. I don't know, nah, so. not not at all. But I'm still on the Luton train. I still reckon they'll stay up because I want to believe that. You know, um, I just I just can't like be wrong, 
and I already predicted that they, you know, stay up. So I'm just going to back that. This is uh, adding to the stereotype that City fans are all deluded. <laughs> um, you think City fans are deluded, mate? I think some of you are Arsenal pretty fan. deluded. Like we're we're deluded to the point where we're so divided. <laughs> like if we win, we're going to win the league. That like if we win one week, that's we're going to win the league. If we yeah, lose, yeah, yeah. it's like we're getting relegated. Like it's <laughs> just. Were, were like, you uh, we were you just, Wenger in or were you Wenger out? There was times for sure. I mean, it was a while ago, and I was probably like oh, fourteen at the time. Mm. So, but I didn't really believe it was all his fault. I mean, he left the team in not the best state, and Emery wasn't able to do much. He did get us to a Europa League final, but yeah, didn't get us much in the end. That, I mean, yeah. but. Back to the game, I think Fulham take it away, 2-1. What do you think? Um, I'm going to go a 1-1 draw. Shit first? I, reckon, I reckon Fulham make the first strike. And uh, I reckon, yeah, Luton, Luton come back and uh, score a little last-minute winner. Um, so it's going to be uh, poo-slung both ways, you say? Yeah, poo-slung both ways. I reckon um, uh, Abadeo... Adebayo, Adebayo, I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon he he gets the he gets the, the the first point for Luton. Yeah, I mean, Adebayo, Adebayo. I mean, he's just in a team that's not looking good. He looks like the most likely player to score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I hope Chong gets a goal. I actually like Chong at Birmingham. Um, yeah. But we'll see how he goes. Um, but for more, you know, I'm not really an exciting match. I think everyone knows how it's going to end. But Spurs, the chicken on a beach ball, and the Blades, Sheffield United. Um, <laughs> Are you going to violate Spurs like that? Well, they deserve it, I think. Um, Fair just enough. being Spurs equals just hatred, I think. Okay, so I got the entirety of what Sydney to start chanting it. So, yeah, or that's Perth, whatever it was. That, yeah, that's that's actually elite. That's so elite. Um, but back to the to the matter on hand. I think Spurs at this point in time, sadly, are actually looking decent. They've actually <laughs> pulled their head ins like out of their ass and are um actually playing decently that, um, that's the Aussie spirit that we were talking about before Ange has brought that to England to Spurs and now they've got this never say die attitude because they as we said last week they they went down 1-0 in the first four minutes and Spurs of yesteryear would have lost that game and they came back and flogged them right that's that never say die attitude mate and against um, a, a team that I can only describe with three words which are doggy poo poo um, <laughs> I think that Spurs will kill them yeah, I I think. Oh yeah, I I don't see it going any other way. Um, <laughs> it's no, it's going to be demolition at, at at Tottenham Stadium. Mm. Um, I I don't think Sheffield is going to grab a goal. I mean, I guess uh, Burnley. Um, 
Spurs played Burnley last time out, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the team they beat 5-2. Yeah. Burnley were able to grab two, but I don't think Sheffield are going to be as as lucky as them. Yeah. I think it's going to be like 4-0 or something. Yeah. I'm going to go, because I know Spurs love to concede goals. I'm going to go 4-1. I'd love to see Spurs lose this game, by the way. <laughs> yeah, really? Damn. You weren't, uh, you weren't clear on that at the start of this conversation, so... <laughs> Oh, I'll just be clear again. Oh, okay. No. I really hope Spurs lose this game. <laughs> Dude, you're going to be so pissed off when Spurs finish higher than Arsenal at the end of the season. I wholeheartedly disagree. I think Spurs <laughs> are going to finish below Arsenal and St. Tottenham's Day is going to be happening again this year. <laughs> um, Mate, Spurs are going to win a trophy this season, I reckon. It's not going to be the, uh, at the uh, Carabao Cup. <laughs> it's not going to be that But uh, I reckon I You reckon think they they're going to win a trophy? Yeah I reckon they'll win um, They'll win a trophy what, I don't know I just, have, I just have a feeling Yeah, yeah that, that was, That's the only trophy they can win Yeah I reckon they'll win it Oh you're deluded Dude I reckon they do I reckon they at least make it to the semis You know I You know it would be hilarious If they win And Harry Kane's gone And yeah, for that, some that's reason Bayern don't win the Bundesliga yeah, dude, it'll be like Union Berlin or something. Uh, that'll be good. That'll be an underdog story if Union Berlin win it. And I'd love to see that. I hate Harry Kane. The guy scores against <laughs> Arsenal every time. <laughs> dude, now he plays for Bayern as well. Fuck. <laughs> hate to be an Arsenal fan. Bro, like... Oh. Anyway. Dark times, those were. Yeah. Um, uh, now, what did you think the scoreline was? I actually didn't catch it. Oh, for Spurs Sheffield, I said 4-1. 4-1. Um, I reckon Son gets another goal. I reckon Madison. Do you gets reckon Richarlison starts? No, dude. But I would. I would sell him. He fucking sucks, dude. Pigeon ball ain't it. Bro, the guy. I think I've said numerous times. Allergic to goals. Yeah, dude. He's just like. He just. I I I know what it is. He just doesn't fit. Like he's he was good at Everton. Like you know he was good in a shit system, but he is not. Right for Spurs, he's not right. He needs to go to a team where he can be the star player and he can do you know his Brazilian you know tricks and stuff like that. But it's not at Spurs and it's definitely not under Ange. The guy has an aneurysm every time he's in front of goal. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I mean you're not wrong. But anyway, to more uh, exciting things for you, I guess. City are back and playing the Hammers. At, at um, London Stadium. London Stadium against... Takes away, uh, Lachlan. Um, well, I'll keep it short and simple. City are going to kill them. But, but, but... West Ham is second on the ladder, are they not? No, they're not, maybe they're not second, but they're definitely top four. Yeah, they're fourth. Sorry, they're equal second. Um, your favourite team is second. Um, so... <laughs> West Ham have been playing well. They haven't lost a game. They've won three, drawn one. Um, they've beaten Inform Brighton. Um, and they're kind of defying the expectation of pretty much all punters. I don't think anyone would have put them this high, uh, this early in the season. Um, are they in with a chance? Maybe. If I wasn't a City fan, I'd say they were. But I am. So I'm going to say 4 0. 4 0. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a City away from home. Yeah, and I reckon Haaland gets a brace. I'll go 
Foden will get a goal. And uh, I'll say Gavardiol gets his first City goal. I doubt it'll be that. You know, I think this might be the first lost City experience. <laughs> City aren't losing the entire season. You heard it here first, folks, okay? They're not losing a single fucking game, all right? They're going to do Arsenal's invincible record, but better. Nah, look. I hope till the day I die, Arsenal are the only team in the Premier League to be able to do it. Dude. It is one of the only thing I'm able to re- like use as a as a reason to why we're a big club. <laughs> Dude, um, cope harder, bro. Cope harder. <laughs> so I wholeheartedly hope that is never achieved by anyone else. Well, City um, are the only team to do Centurions, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think, what, Liverpool got like 99 or something? Yeah, they were bloody close. Um, but Game's a game, though. Yeah, I think West Ham, at this point in time, four games in, they already have a quarter of the points they got from last season. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> first of all, how did you find that statistic? And second of all, why is that a statistic? <laughs> like, that's wild. West Ham finished on 40 points last season. Um, wow. Now, wow. 40 points for everyone that's not familiar with how like relegation and everything works. If you want to survive in the Premier League, you usually aim for 40 points. That's usually that's a sign you're going to be safe. If you get 40 points, yeah. usually you'll stay up. Yep. And so they literally did the bare minimum to stay up and got 40 points. Did they come 16th now they've, last year? Sorry? They came 16th, didn't they? Yeah. Like 14th, yeah. 16th, something something poor. Yeah. <laughs> Some um, shit. Anyway, but I think West Ham have a chance to prove everyone wrong. That City have a soft underbelly somewhere there. There's a scale in the armour missing. <laughs> And keep going, keep going. Perfect, perfect sized for an arrow to enter. And I think, or a hammer, I should say. Oh, and God. I oh, think Jesus. West Ham are coming at 3 2 winners. 3 2? Dude, okay. Yeah. If you. I'm checking sports bet right now to see what the odds <laughs> are on that. I'm checking, I'm checking sports bet right now. Because there's. Bro. If it's not a hundred to hundred and one to one, then Sportsbet got their margins wrong, bro. Like, hold up, here we go. Uh, Sportsbet know what's up. I'm telling they, you. They. Uh, where's correct score? Three two is forty six to one. What? See, Sportsbet knows what's up. They know what's up. That, I'm telling you, bro. That's crazy. What the heck? That's the third lowest odds scoreline for West Ham. The lowest odds scoreline is 2-1, then 1-0, then 3-2. But <laughs> I agree with you that I think Haaland will grab two because West Ham's back line just ooze no pace. Zero <laughs> pace. Dude. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they, they're running on fucking treadmills out there. They're, they're not moving. Yeah, they've got bloody therabands around their waist. Like parachutes, I should say, around their waist every time they run. Yeah, they're, um, they're not good, not good. But a mismatch in United versus Brighton. Uh, yeah, 
a bit of a mismatch because United are in turmoil. They've got um, uh, Anthony out on uh, on some uh, some stuff that we don't really want to dive into on the podcast because uh, personally, I don't know who's in the right, who's in the wrong, whether or not he did it or whether or not he didn't do it. So um, I'll wait till you know there's confirmation on whether or not he did do it um, before I comment on it. But he is out. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm more of one to draw conclusions when there is an actual conclusion. Um, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, and then in his place, will what we assume will probably be Garanacho. Um, and uh, it begs the question: Would you rather start Anthony during controversy or Garanacho at all? Uh, I'd put Garanacho at the moment, but the guy is just look coming off the bench. He's actually looked alright. But every game he started this season, I know it's only been four games, but every game, he just can't make an impact. Yeah. It's like not in his blood. Just make an impact. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Poor Man guy. really thought he won it. Yeah, that was crazy against uh, Arsenal. That was so funny. Um, I wish he'd done a Richarlison. You know how Richarlison like thought he scored the winner, took his <laughs> shirt, shirt off, off get a yellow and then yeah. got yellow card, and then the other team ended up scoring the winner. That was hilarious. That was that was one of the top. That was, is the history of the Tottenham, bro. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's that's exactly what a Spurs team should look like. Um, so maybe but he does like, fit in there. Maybe I retract my last comment. <laughs> but like, Garnacho doesn't usually start on the right. He's usually was on the mm. left, and I find. Rashford is so much better on the left than he is on the right, just because he's able to cut in and just use his finishing ability, which ever I think everyone knows the guy can just put goals away where you think, nah, there's no way. Yeah. Like he is one of the. It's probably saying too much, but one of the <laughs> best counter-attacking players I think the Premier League has got at the moment. Yeah. Um, he showed it against Arsenal, like. Two years in a row, he's shown it. Mm, mm, um, I agree. So, but I think Brighton will come away with a win. I mean, I don't know about you. I think Deserby's doing a a madness with the boys in blue and white. Yeah, I agree. Um, we saw it last week. Ferguson, who's a young young man, young young striker, um, coming and scoring a hat trick. I think it was his first hat trick as well in the Premier League. Um, and. Like he's got, there's a lot of young players in that Brighton squad. You know, Matoma, Ferguson, uh, now Ansu Fati. Um, it's it's a young squad, and you know, you can't be experienced. They do say that, but just the kind of the chaos and the the belief of young players, especially surrounding each other, it's it's hard to beat. You know, and I think that when they come up against a team like City or even even Liverpool, they'll they'll struggle, um, because that experience and that that knowing how to win those games, those tight games, uh, will come in. But against a United team who's in turmoil, they don't really have that experience. Like they don't have that winning mentality yet. Um, I reckon the kind of the chaos and the the young gun energy of Brighton will just come through and carve them. And I'm gonna go. Uh, 2-0 Yeah uh, I think Brighton will come away 
you know, I, 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 I back United to get one. You know, Hoyland actually looked decent against us. He's giving Gabriel mm-hmm. a bit of, bit of trouble. Time, and Gabriel's yeah. usually a really physical centre back, so um, that was interesting to see. However, Brighton, I think, come away with winners, saying three-one at oh, Old Trafford. Mate, mate. You're adopting my scoreline. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'll, I'll let you have it for this week. Where is Deserby from? I've always wondered this. Is he Spanish? Is he like something else? What is he? Um, I'll look it up. Deserby, um, Deserby tactics, um, nationality. He's Italian. Italian. Yeah, yeah. I'd well, like to, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see him do like the you know, like the motion when like you know you cook someone. That'd be funny. As. <laughs> I'm surprised he's Italian. I haven't seen him do the, the the hands. You know, the thing with the hands. The yeah, that's what talks. I was thinking as well. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Dude, I see. I see Jorginho do it all the time, but um, yeah, no, I haven't seen Zerbi do it yet. So one of my really favorite cool. videos is, in the tunnel. And it's the Italian team talking to each other coming out for half time. And you know, like there's a counter for how many of the hand movements they do. And it gets to like twenty five within like the space of twenty seconds. Like it's like every single player goes like the goalkeeper even, bro. Like Oh dude, with the gloves on. It's just well, like I mean, yeah. Oh, I didn't look yeah. that up, I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh man. That's um, funny. But funny. I think with a team that wants to prove a point and they're proving people wrong, you and, and I, and me, especially, especially me, because I put him in relegation. Mm. Yeah, Villa and Palace. The Eagles have been soaring. The shock, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. The Eagles are they're flying high. Um, they're uh, they're seventh in the Premier League. They've uh, only lost one game, two wins and a draw um, to have seven points in the Premier League. Um, yeah, they're doing well. They're doing really well. Um, they just uh, they did just lose a player, um, did they not? Uh, like, didn't uh, someone just get injured? Uh, Maybe I, not. I, I'm not sure. But um, Edward. Up to date with. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, Ed Edward. He scored. Um, he scored a brace against uh Wolves. Um, played really well. Eze, he's playing really well in that midfield role. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything to say against them. I didn't think they they'd be doing this well. Um, to beat their kind of relegation counterparts in Wolves. Um, and then uh, who else did they beat? Uh, remind me again. Um, they drew was, Brentford. They lost to us. Uh, um, no, they would have. It would have. Oh, they beat Sheffield. Been... They beat Sheffield in the first week. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they beat two of their relegation counterparts, which is exactly what you need to do to stay out of that fight, right? You can't be losing to those pe- those teams that are around you, and so they've beaten Sheffield. They've beaten Wolves. So, and now they've got Villa, who I don't think are a relegation team but have not been the villa that everyone predicted they'd be. Yeah, me especially. I mean, I came into the season. I mean, on paper, their squad is, you know, better than I'd say, you know, 
from the seventh down, probably better than most most teams. Yeah. Um, and so, them being a tenth at the moment, I don't think's too bad. I get like tenth isn't too bad at, at, at four games in, but. I I think Villa probably will come away with this one. I mean, Ollie Watkins hasn't got firing yet, and I think he will. Um, mm, mm. So I personally, I think the Eagles are going to get trounced upon. Yeah, right. Jeez. Um, at Villa Park, and I think it'll be three-one. I th- I think it's going to be a pretty convincing lead. Villa will mm-hmm. have and come away with. So, but okay. otherwise, that's my opinion. Yeah, right. I think if it was at, um, is it Selhurst Park? Is that Palace's home? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think if it was there, I would have given this a draw, um, a 1-1 draw. But because of home field advantage and because Villa just love playing at home, I think I'm going to go 2-1. To Villa. Yeah. Sound decision, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Moving on to St. James's Park, where we uh, we see Newcastle take on uh, the Bees, the Buzzing Bees. They've been buzzing a bit, haven't they? They're now in eighth at the moment. And they haven't lost a game. One win, three draws, no, doing exactly what they did last season. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they are really good at getting a point. Um, yeah. Against good teams and against the, shit teams. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird because they always seem to pull one out of the bag against, uh, you know, supposedly better opposition. Mm. And then when they come up against the likes of, you know, teams where you'd think, oh, you know, Brentford just, I don't know, they just drew or beat City, for example, last season. Mm, yeah, And yet both they go times. on to, both to draw... Yeah, and then they go on to draw against bloody, you know, like Fulham or something. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, very... They're, they're the Robin Hood of the NRL, you know. They pick up points from the, from the top teams and they give them to the poor. NRL, you say? Oh, and uh, sorry, EPL. My bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Um, but, yeah, all jokes aside, I think, yeah, Newcastle definitely are the favourites, I think, going into this, in my opinion. Um, oh, for sure. Even though they're down in 14th and I've lost three games mm. out of four. Yeah, which is um, wild. Yeah, I think Eddie Howe, if he just gets his boys back into shape and... He's had time over the international break to... Because I don't think many of his players go away. You know, maybe Isaac and... Um, uh, uh, you know, Almiron might go away on international duty. But otherwise, I think it's been pretty... You know, good week for them to... You know, get their shit together. Yeah, no I agree. Put it, I don't think. Yeah, I think, uh, I think they have taking the time to kind of, yeah, get their shit together. Um, just because of Brentford's record of getting draws, I'm actually going to give this one a draw. I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. 
I think 2-1. I think Newcastle will come away with it. But we could definitely end up being a, a point each way, for sure. Yeah. Which will not be good for Newcastle at all. No. They... Look, they St. James's Park was a fortress for them last, last season. Mm. And if it can't be this season... You know, I can see him finishing outside of top six, you know. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Ah, right, well, well but, hopefully hopefully they pick it up. Yeah, but f- now to the exciting mid-table clash. The, the race oh, for 10th spot. The race for 10th is on between these two historic clubs, historically shit clubs. We've got the Cherries in, uh, what are they in, 16th. With zero wins, two draws, two losses up against their 10th place favourites. Chelsea with one win, one draw and two losses. Both teams have scored under six goals this entire season. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even give a fucking straight face. And they both have a goal difference of under one. Um, they both suck balls and they are both versing this week. At Bournemouth, what's happening? Yeah, I think Chelsea at this point in time have spent so much money and they've got four points to show. Mm, yeah, a gajillion dollars versus, uh, what, like a million dollars? crazy Bournemouth guy. stadium capacity is like 12,000 or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like the fact that these two clubs are even close together is beyond me. But anyway, oh Chelsea, they'll always be the Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. You know what? I I really hope they win. I I don't like Chelsea, but for Chelsea fans and uh, the management's sake, I hope they win. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And because Bournemouth sacked Gary O'Neill, which was like the dumbest decision they've ever made. But yep, um, I think Chelsea would come away with it two-one. I think the Cherries would put up a good fight. I agree with that scoreline. I'm going to say two-one as well. Again, Nicholas Jackson gets his uh, gets his goal. Yeah, I, I. Hope he's a bit more clinical than he was against Nottingham. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. This could very easily end up one nil, just like it did with the Nottingham Forest game. But look, oh yeah, man. Let's, let's, let's up, hope it doesn't. Could easily end up three nil to Bournemouth, man. Like it's just Chelsea have zero consistency at this point yeah. in time. Yeah, I agree. But it'll be an entertaining clash for uh, for neutrals, nonetheless. <laughs> yep. Um, well, we move to the London derby. Is it North you London know, or is Everton, it just London? Everton is not in London. I'm sorry, mate. Is it not? Then why? What's it? What's because it's a derby, isn't it? Everton and nah, Arsenal. Nah, mate. It's it's in Everton. Yeah, is in Merseyside, which is where Liverpool. Oh, is. it's Everton Liverpool, not Everton Arsenal. My bad, my bad. Jeez, I'm off my game this week. Far out. Mate, what are they smoking over at the Etihad? Yeah, look, I knew I knew Everton was involved in the derby. Um, I did not realise that it was not the one against Arsenal. So, 
Dude, I wrote that in the notes. You didn't fucking correct me, dude. You, I was you set me up for failure. To... You set oh, me up for failure. I was going to try do. to introduce it and op, say... Bro. You're an op. Nah, you're an op. <laughs> you're an op. Nah, dude. I wrote London Derby. You just glazed past it. You're like, yeah, this guy's going to look like a fucking nah, look, tool. Leading up, I didn't notice it until literally we just started talking about Bournemouth and Chelsea. And then I was like, oh, shit. He's put London Derby. Uh... He's going to make a fool of himself. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're exactly my point. You're a fucking op. You just let, let me do that, bro. Ah, uh, nah. Hey, uh, I can't believe can this. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> it's unlucky, mate. Uh, well, the non-London derby of Everton Arsenal. Um, yeah. Two posting the clubs. Goodison Park. Now that is slanderous, and you know it. <laughs> Dude, Deitch Ball's about to come and smack Arteta. I swear, <laughs> if we lose to Everton again at Goodison, I'm 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 gonna be very disappointed because they are. I think on track for relegation. Oh, dude, they are. They're, they're always on track for relegation. They've been on track for relegation the past three seasons. One point from four games. That is less than Bournemouth, Wolves and Fulham. <laughs> Who are all in a relegation battle. Which, t- which you probably associate with relegation. Mm. Um, they're currently on par with Sheffield... With a goal difference of minus six. Yeah, they suck. Um, now, they don't quite have the worst defensive record. That goes to Burnley at this point in time. Yeah, but they have also versed an informed Spurs team and City. Uh, yeah. So, we can't really be shitting too much on Burnley. Um. And Everton, I think, have had pretty favourable matchups so far. Yeah, um, to lose to um, Wolves at home, and uh, <laughs> to then draw with Sheffield also at home, uh, is is pretty crazy. So yeah, Everton suck. They're getting they're gonna get beat by Arsenal. Um, but I'm just gonna say one nil, only because of Everton's um record against Arsenal. I reckon they'll come out firing, but yeah, I reckon Arsenal beat them 1-0. I reckon 3-0 to Arsenal. I'm letting my bias take take, take hold control. here. Take control. Yeah. Um, right. You know, I just think Sean Dyche is on track for first manager to be shoved out the door. Um, you know, I, wouldn't, I don't think any managers are going to get sacked this season. I don't know. I just have a feeling that... This is the Premier League, you know, right? Yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. Um, but I just... I don't know. Gary O'Neill like, got sacked for keeping Bournemouth up. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a fair cop, actually. But, um, nah, I just... I don't know. I don't know. I just Chelsea went so, through three managers, mate. Yeah, look. I know. I know what you're saying. All right? But... I just have a feeling that no manager is going to get sacked this season. Uh, and I'm probably going to be wrong, but I just had this weird feeling. In fact, actually, there was this um, promotion bet that um, this uh, betting company called Picklebet, I think they were doing. Um, and they were all like five to one odds, right? So it's like, you know, you put, I think the maximum stake that you could put down was 20 bucks. So the maximum you could return was 100 bucks. Anyways, I was looking through them and they were all kind of like fun bets, you know, nothing like based on stats or anything. But one of them was Ange Postacoglu to be the Spurs manager at the end of the season. 
and that this was before the season started, and I was like, you know what? I reckon I reckon Ange does a does a job there, and I don't think he gets sacked. And I put twenty bucks on it, so I'm gonna yeah, have a nice little little bonus. <laughs> problem when they call it fun bets. Dude, <laughs> dude, don't fucking out me on the podcast, bro. <laughs> dude, I, sw- I swear, I swear this is the last time, mate. I swear. Stop, I just don't want to. Right? Yeah, dude. Dude, I, dude, I'm telling you. Wait, you do the math, right? You, you can do math. You either lose 100% of what you put down or make a gajillion percent, right? Like, a gajillion's ah, bigger than 100. There. You got yeah, me there. Yeah, you can't, you can't beat that math. Can't argue the math on that one. Exactly my point. So, gamble responsibly, but gamble always um, is my uh, is my saying. It's not mine. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm more sensible than the likes of Lachlan. Dude, I can't um, believe you outed me and called called me after calling it a fun bit. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you got me on that. Oh, jeez. Um, but I was like, I was like, you trying again, to tell a fun story and you just out me like that. Oh. Anyways, yeah, keep, well, keep going, keep going. No, no, no. I, I like <laughs> interrupting your stories because it just makes me feel better about myself knowing that oh, okay, man. <laughs> everyone else listening knows your habits now My and how you're a serial you. gambler Yeah, and you yeah, have a problem. Yeah, oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's, 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 I called up the helpline as I was, um, I was at the casino and... Uh, it was, you know, I had $1,500. Shop, um, locking at the casino. Yeah, 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 $1,500. And I was like, oh, I should put it on red and black? Didn't know. So I called up the gambling helpline. And they said, oh, are you okay? And I said, yeah, uh, red or black. And they're like, what? And I said, yeah, yeah, should I put it on red or black? And they said, this is a gambling helpline for people who need help, you know, with gambling. I'm like, yeah, I fucking do need help with gambling. Red or fucking black. And they, they, didn't, they didn't help me. So um, ended up going on black. It's a cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, man. I thought you'd be way more engaged in that, but you just weren't. So, yeah, no, no, no. We, we move, we move. <laughs> you know why I didn't help you? Why is that? Because I was the other guy. On the, I was the guy on the end of the phone. You know. Oh right, yeah, dude. I I I I, uh, I didn't recognize your voice because uh, it was that of a woman. Yeah, so. uh, my name was Sheila. I just I just Sheila. Said yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Filling yeah, in for Sheila. Sharon, you know. Oh okay. Yeah, that's that's probably why I didn't recognise you. Okay. Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have, you're on good terms with Sharon, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Me and Sharon go way back, way back, way back to when I started gambling when I was eleven. Um, we go way back. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, Lachlan would uh, host a illegal booking. You'd be the bookie at school, basically. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I make all bets the year on eights and year sevens would come up to him, give him their fucking lunch money, instead of going to buy a sausage roll, they'd be like, oi. Dragons to lose, and I'd slap the money out of their hand because they're a bloody cunt. Yeah, dude, I I'd make him pick it up for me, and uh, I was like, I I had loan sharks as well. I had like I I had Zach and a few a few of the boys, you know, chasing people down, beating beating them up in the in the locker rooms, um, you know, getting getting my getting me my money. But I'd I'd make bets on anything. It's just like how many times is the teacher gonna fart during class? Right, three plus. The line's three and a half. Right, <laughs> I don't make bets on anything, mate. I was uh yeah serial gambler, serial serial gambler. You still Huge are, problem. mate. Still, still are. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Um, geez, but anyway, 
I hope my girlfriend doesn't listen to this. She'll be fucking... She'll be calling me and be like, are, are you serious? I'm like, no, no, it was a fucking joke. <laughs> it's a one-time thing, I swear. <laughs> I swear, I swear. I don't give, I swear. <laughs> He's lying. Yeah, no, I swear. <laughs> you knew me in school, I didn't do that, I swear. <laughs> do you not believe me? I thought, I thought we were better than this. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, um, but anyway... Last game of the last game of the Premier League. Let's get it. Let's get it. Forest Burnley in uh, in the forest. Yeah, I, I think. Um, look, man, it's looking peak for Burnley at the point in time. Um, <laughs> yeah. dude, I uh, I wouldn't want to be in company's shoes right now. Um, nah, look, I I get he wants to play expansive football, and you know, actually like entertaining stuff. But when you don't have the quality. Like the quality players to be able to play that, especially in the Premier League. Yeah, you get shown up like you have now, and I get they've played, you know, City, Spurs, sure, mm. Mm. and they're one game down, you know, because Luton Stadium was so shit they had to postpone it. <laughs> Dude, um, that's so rough, holy shit! But like, if they're gonna get points, they need to get at least one from this one, man. Yeah, Forest are another team that's kind of like, you know, just kicking along. Um, they have done better than I thought they would, especially in the first couple of games. Uh, you know, they're, they're ninth, two wins, two losses. That's two more wins than I thought they'd get. Um, <laughs> and so, so, like, they've got to beat Forest. I know they're away from home, Burnley, but, like, they've got to beat Forest, you know? Uh, I don't know. I, like, there's they just gotta have a bit of pride for the jersey, you know. You know, you've got a a Premier League legend, um, coaching you in company. You know, he's played for one of the best teams in the Premier League history. He knows what he's talking about. If you can play for him, play for the play, play for your teammates, and play for that Burnley jersey, you know, I think I think they can come away with not only a point but all three of them. Um, I don't know yeah, I agree. Who, who yeah, I don't know whose shoulders it's gonna rest on to do that. Um but like I don't know, Forrest coming off that win uh, away from home at uh at Chelsea will definitely put a bit of uh fire in their bellies and a bit of uh shine on their shoes. But uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this game's gonna go down, honestly. It it, it could go either of the three directions. Yeah, I think that um, Burnley really need to to pull their heads out of their ass and get it together. I mean, they were really dominant in the championship, and I get that's like the quality difference is massive. But yeah, they absolutely dominated the championship. There's no reason, you know, the likes of Sheffield should be above them right now. There's no yeah. reason Sheffield should have a point and Burnley shouldn't. Even if they've played a less one less game, there's no reason for it. Yeah, I agree. Like, zero excuse. Um, so, as you said, I hope they get all three points because coming from a Burnley side that was Route 1 football under Sean Dosh, now that one actually, that actually wants to play football the way it should be played. Yeah. Um, I hope that they can... Grab three points. You know, I'm I'm gonna tip them for it. You know, I, I reckon they've had a rough run the first three games, and I think the first game that actually looks winnable for them 
I think they'll take it away. I I hope that happens, but my gut's telling me a one-one draw. I'm saying, oh, I'm going one-nil to Burnley. I hope so, man. I hope so for Burnley's sake and for company's sake as well. Um, I hope they win it. Yeah, I I think everyone with a heart would want company to stick around because he's like he's not only a good character but he's you know, he's not he's not incompetent at coaching football like he's, he's yeah he actually knows what he's doing he's just I think just been unlucky mm, I agree with the um the schedule but anyway um, oh well hopefully hopefully Burnley yeah. picks up their season a little bit yeah exactly um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we uh we wrap up? Um, just to remind it to everyone, if you're interested, please join our fantasy Premier League. Um, the more people we have joined, uh, the more interest we'll have into it. And we've been talking about doing forfeits for if either of us are the lowest scoring. Mm. Um, you know, team yeah. that week. Yep, yep. So uh, we're not quite sure what the forfeits will be, but they will be forfeits. Oh, there goes my dogs in the background. Bloody hell! Clearly, someone's at the door. But uh, yeah. Um, it's uh, we 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 really want to get um as many people interested in our uh uh product as possible. You know, um, we uh we want to get our listener base up, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and um, again, if you have any ideas on how we can improve, please let us know. Yeah, um, we'll try and be a bit more active on social media as well. Um, we're trying to learn that part of it. Um, this is all kind of a learning experience for both of us. Um, as you probably noticed, this, this uh, podcast was a little bit more engaging, a little bit more casual than our last couple of ones, you know, um, which is kind of uh, the way we want to do things. Um, you know, the podcast is called Back of the Classroom, so we want to have casual conversations that we would have with our mates. Um, and yeah, just trying to get more involved in the social media side. So if you you guys have any ideas or you want to see some content, please let us know. Um, maybe that'll be the poll this week. Um, what are you guys interested in seeing in future podcasts? Yeah. And guys, you gotta you got to know that you, this is being made from two guys. Well, one guy who hasn't posted on his Instagram since 2021. That's not me, and, by the way. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely not me either. Oh, um, really? Okay, man. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the other guy. Um, okay. And one who's a gambling addict. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he doesn't have time <laughs> to be posted on social media. He's, exactly right. You know, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm on Sportsbet and Betfair and Tab and Pointsbet and Neds and Bet, uh, Picklebet. Um, what are some others? Uh, Bet365. <laughs> I've got all those apps. All, I've got all those apps. They're all they're all on my phone. Uh, my screen time's eight hours a day. Lad seven brokes. of those hours on uh, lad brokes, yeah. Seven of those hours are on uh, gambling sites. The other one hour is uh, texting my girlfriend saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, for those that know, I didn't know that one. Lachlan actually he had it written down on the script, and he told me yeah, to yeah. say it. So, um. <laughs> dude, dude, <laughs> you're fully adding me today. Far out. Anyway, guys, it's been really good this week, and um, we really hope you guys join us again for the next, um, yeah, 
And next episode. Wraps it up. Yeah. Um, we'll catch you next week. Catch up. See ya.